Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery, from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories, and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts, or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. Hi, it's the Reading Bug. And I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group, a global leader in children's publishing with amazing titles like Don't Let Them Disappear by number one New York Times bestselling author Chelsea Clinton and illustrated with warm and engaging art by Gianna Marino. Do not miss this beautiful book about the animals who share our planet with us and learn what we can do to help them survive. Help support our sponsors by purchasing Don't Let Them Disappear and other Penguin Young Readers titles at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Hi, reader. It's time for another Reading Bug Adventure. Are you ready? I know I am. Reading Bug Adventures is created, written, and produced by The Reading Bug, our family-owned children's bookstore. You can learn all about us and shop for millions of books by visiting thereadingbug.com. Or, if you'd like us to pick our favorite books for you and deliver them to your doorstep each month, visit readingbugbox.com. Reading Bug Box is the very best monthly book subscription for kids. The books in each box are hand-picked by me and the rest of our staff and perfectly matched to each child's interests and reading level. Sign up now for our special three-month summer reading bug box at readingbugbox.com. I know you're eager to join me and the reading bug on a new adventure, but before we get going, I'd like to say a few thank yous. Reading Bug Adventures is mixed and mastered by Resonate Recordings and made possible by our sponsors and listeners like you. Please be sure to rate our podcast and leave a review. And if you'd like to support our work on future episodes, please visit our page at patreon.com. Thank you so much for your support. Okay, reader, are you ready for a sky-high adventure today? Then what are we waiting for? Let's fly! It's time for a reading bug adventure! It's a reading bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper and your imaginations, too. The reading bug and I can't wait to share our trip. Well, hello, reader. It's great to see you today. Thanks for joining me in The Reading Bug. I hope you're ready for another great adventure. I'm not sure where we're going, but The Reading Bug seemed excited. Before she left to get her book bag, she told me to prepare for takeoff, whatever that means. The Reading Bug should be back soon, and then we'll find out what today's adventure is all about. Oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, reader. You made it. I'm so glad. I am super duper excited about today's adventure because it involves one of the things that I love doing most, aside from reading, of course. In fact, I'm doing it right now. Talking? Nope, not even close. Although I do love talking. Today's adventure is going to be a little bit different than usual. 
On our other adventures together, we have gone to many different places, like Africa for our picture safari, or to the moon to help Lumi find his family. We've also traveled to different times in the past. In our dinosaur adventure, we went all the way to the Mesozoic era, millions of years ago. And on our Camelot and Ninja adventure, we traveled back to the Middle Ages. Those adventures were so much fun. I'm not sure I want to do something different. This adventure will be tons of fun, too. Don't worry. Today we're going to travel back in time to a very specific date in history and to a very specific location so that we can witness an amazing historic event. An event that until now I've only been able to read about. Oh, that does sound exciting. But it doesn't really help us guess where we're going on our adventure today. There are loads and loads of historic events that have been written about in books. Do you have any other clues for us? Hmm. Well, why don't I tell you the titles of some books in my book bag and see if you can guess? That sounds like a great idea. Are you ready to guess where we'll be going on our adventure today, reader? Great! Okay, here you go. Try to guess where the book bag will be taking us. Here are a few of the books I packed for today's adventure. Rosie Revere, Engineer by Andrea Beatty. After the Fall by Dan Santat. Epic Fails, The Wright Brothers Nose Diving into History by Eric Slater and Ben Thompson. And Who Were the Wright Brothers by James Buckley Jr. Well, most of those books are about airplanes or the Wright Brothers, the first people to fly an engine-powered airplane. Could we be going to the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., where the first airplane is displayed? That's a really great guess, Lauren. But you haven't figured it out yet. Want to give it another try? Remember, we're time-traveling to a very specific date and a very specific place. Wilbur and Orville write Young Flyers by Augusta Stevenson. First Flight, The Story of Tom, Tate, and the Wright Brothers by George Shea. The Wright Brothers' First Flight, A Fly on the Wall in History by Thomas Kingsley Troop. More books about flying in the Wright Brothers. Reading Bug. Are we going to see the Wright Brothers take their very first flight? The first airplane flight ever? Today? Yes, yes, yes! You got it, Lauren! I'm going to take us back in time to December 17, 1903, and to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, in the book bag today, so we can see the Wright Brothers take flight. We've never done this before, but I'm sure the book bag and your imaginations, of course, can guess to exactly where we want to go. Reader, did you remember to bring your crayons and paper? Just like the illustrators of the books that we read, we can use the pictures that we draw in our adventures to tell our family about the amazing things we've seen. Cameras were pretty new, very, very expensive, and hard to come by back in 1903, so there aren't many pictures of the Wright brothers or their first airplane. It will be incredible if you draw pictures of them as they get ready to take the very first engine-powered flight in the history of the world. If you don't have crayons and paper, don't worry. Just pause our podcast or ask a grown-up to help, and we'll be right here when you come back. Are you ready now? Great! Now, just as we always do, let's stretch our arms and legs before we start on our adventure today to make sure we're ready for all the excitement that awaits us. That's it. Everybody stand up, unless you're buckled into your car seat, and let's wiggle our fingers and toes. Are you wiggling? Great! Now, stretch your arms up high over your head. Perfect. 
stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, let's get ready to go. Stretch up high, touch the sky, crouch down low and wiggle your toes. Swing your arms from side to side, now we're ready to go. Ooh, thanks, Oren. I feel so much better now that I'm all stretched out. I feel energized, agile, and ready for adventure. How about you, reader? Great! Are you both ready to go, then? I can hardly wait to meet the Wright brothers and see them take flight. Bookbag, maybe try something new today? Can we ask you politely to fly us away? But instead of a place we'd like to alight, in 1903, for the Wright Brothers' first flight. Wow. Reader, look. The book bag is growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Big enough to fit us all inside. And look, I see so many pictures, shapes, and words swirling around in there from all the books the reading bug has brought with her. But I'm not sure what they all mean. I see a little girl wearing a pair of bird-like wings and pretending to fly all around. And I see one of those funny bicycles with a giant front wheel and a tiny back wheel. It's in a store that looks like it's full of bicycles. I see a beautiful white sand beach and lots and lots of different kinds of airplanes with two sets of wings on each side. Okay, reader. The book bag is waiting for us. Are you ready for our trip back to December 17, 1903? On the count of three, jump into the book bag with me. One, two, three, jump! Let's jump inside our book bag. What will we find there? Imaginations run away. What's in our book bag? Our trusty book bag. What will we learn about today? Wow! Hold on tight, reader. We're moving quickly along the ground. Gaining speed, going faster and faster. Whoa! And take off! Just like an airplane, we've lifted up off the ground and we're flying higher and higher into the sky. Look below. I see an airport over there with lots of gray, white, and blue jets taking off, just like us. And others coming in for a landing. It's getting smaller and smaller below us as we climb higher into the sky. Oh, and look at my watch. It's starting to count backwards. And all around us, day is turning into night. And now back into day again. Faster and faster and faster. We must be headed back in time, just like you promised, Reading Bug. Back to 1903. We're going back in time and soaring through the air across the country. What a wild trip. Oh, but look. I think we might be getting ready to land, reader. The book bag is tilted back downward toward the earth and we're approaching at a terrifying speed. Everyone, hold on tight. Get ready for a bumpy landing. Oh. Okay, that was quite a trip, but we've landed all the way back in 1903 to see the Wright brothers' first flight. Right, Reading Bug? That's right, Lauren. Or at least that's where I hope we've landed. Why don't we all get out and have a look around and make sure we're in the right place and time? Okay, reader. Let's climb out of the book bag and have a look around. Oh, look. We're in 
someone's backyard. There's the house just behind us, and straight ahead are two boys and a girl playing together. I don't see an airplane anywhere, though. Do you? No, I don't. That's strange. Maybe the book bag landed in the wrong spot. No way. I had all the right books in my book bag to take us directly to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. Why don't we introduce ourselves to those children and ask if they know where we can find the Wright brothers? I'm certain they must be nearby. Sure. Follow me. Um, hi there, kids. My name is Lauren, and this is the reading bug and our reader friend. I'm afraid we're a little lost. We've traveled many, many miles and many years, too, in order to witness a very important historical event. And we really don't want to be late. We're looking for the Wright brothers. Do you know where they might be? Did you say the Wright brothers? Well, I'm happy to say you found the Wright backyard. <laughs> <laughs> we have? Do they live here? Are they your parents? Is this the home of the Wright brothers? And the Wright sister. Yes, we are the Wrights. This is Wilbert. Hi. This is Orville. Hi. And I'm their sister, Catherine. Wilbur, Orville, Catherine, those are definitely the right, right names. But you are all too young to be the right brothers and sister we are looking for. Is your dad also named Wilbur or Orville? No, no. Our father is Milton. He's a pastor for the Church of the United Brethren in Christ. And our mother is Susan. There are no other Wilburds or Orvilles in this Wright family. And who are you calling too young anyway? We're older than you think. My older brother, Wilbur, is 13 years old. He's a teenager. I am 10, and Catherine is pretty young. She's only 7. Watch it, Orville. <laughs> <laughs> so, you are the Wright brothers then? Amazing! And Wright sister! Hey, little bug, can you fly? Of course I can. Watch me. Amazing! Wow, wow! See, I told you, you just need to flap faster, Catherine. Look at how fast the bug's wings are moving. If you could flap even faster, I'm sure you could fly. I'm flapping as fast as I can, Orville. See? No, I don't think flapping is going to get me off of the ground. It works for the bug because she's so little. Hey, Catherine, that's a beautiful set of wings you're wearing. Maybe not quite as beautiful as my wonderful red wings and their big, beautiful black dots, <laughs> but still very attractive. Oh, why, thank you, Reading Bug. I made these myself. I just love to read, and I just read The Adventures of Daedalus and Icarus. In it, there is an amazing story about a boy named Icarus who was able to escape from an evil king by flying out of his prison window on a pair of wings that his father built for him out of feathers and wax. It inspired me to make these wings. I had to draw the feathers, though. See? We love to read, too. And the story of Icarus is one of my favorite Greek myths because it has a good moral, which means it's a story that teaches a lesson. After Icarus escapes the prison, he flies too close to the sun, even though he was warned not to, and the wax in his wings melts, which causes him to fall out of the sky. People still use the expression, don't fly too close to the sun, as a warning not to be overly ambitious or greedy. That's right. I think the lesson is also that anything is possible, even flying with wax wings. But you always need to be careful and listen to advice. My brothers and I love that myth, because we love to play games where we pretend that we're flying. 
Would you like to fly with me? Let's pretend that we're all flying out of the prison window to freedom together. But remember not to fly too close to the sun. When I count to three, Orville, Wilbur, Reader, and Lauren, flap your arms and fly with me. Reading bug, you can actually fly. One, two, three, here we go! Whee! <laughs> oh no, I flew too close to the sun. Ah, I'm falling! Oh, you crashed into me. I'm falling too. Ah! <laughs> that was really fun. <laughs> it sure was. But I'm still confused. You're all so young. Yeah. Wilbur and Orville were much older when they took their first engine-powered flight in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, on December 17, 1903. 1903? North Carolina? Actually, you're not at the right place at all. It's 1880, and you're in our backyard in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh, are we playing Time Traveler now? I love that game. Hello, Earthlings. It's 1903, and I come from outer space. Take me to your leader. I am an alien, too. Do not be afraid. <laughs> oh, no. Reading bug. Reader, we are in the wrong place. I can't believe it, but I think you're right. Our attempt to time travel to see the first airplane flight in history has failed. The book bag took us to meet the Wright brothers and sister, but we arrived 23 years too early. What could have gone wrong? Oh no, I'm sorry, reader. This is awful. We won't have any stories to tell our friends and family about our adventure today, except that our trip to see the Wright brothers' first airplane flight was a failure. How embarrassing. Wait a second. Did you say you wanted to see our first airplane flight? Yes, but... We were just about to make our first flight. You were, but... Yes, our papa gave us an amazing toy called Pinot's helicopter that we played with and played with until it finally broke. We couldn't find another, so we made our own. Look, on the top and bottom, these are called propellers, and these rubber bands twirled the propeller to make it fly. And here, we wrote our name along the side. See? The right. We were just about to see if it works. If you stay a little bit longer, you'll see our very first flight. Well, we have come a very long way. What do you think, reader? Should we see whether this toy helicopter made by the right, uh, kids can fly? Yes? Great. We'll be your audience. And would you mind if we drew a picture of you in your helicopter toy so we can remember this exciting first flight? We brought our own crayons and paper. Didn't we, reader? Great. Okay, get those crayons ready. Catherine, why don't you try first? I think you'll need to turn the propeller on our helicopter at least a hundred times to wind the rubber band. Great job. Now hold the helicopter straight up and take your hand off the propeller at the top and your other hand off the bottom of the helicopter at the same time. I know how to do it. You don't need to tell me, Wilbur. One, two, three, go! Hey, look, it worked. The little helicopter soared into the air and it's flying. Great job, Catherine. Wilbur, I knew we could build one of our own. What a wonderful day, it worked. Maybe we can build another one next, but even bigger and even better. One that will stay in the air even longer. Exactly, let's get to work. Wow, congratulations, Wilbur, Orville, and Catherine. What a fun toy you've built. It was really nice meeting you and playing together but I'm afraid we need to be going. Yeah, unfortunately, 
We'll be getting home a bit earlier than we expected. I don't know what could have possibly gone wrong, but maybe I can do a better job navigating in our next adventure. Okay. Bye, Lauren, Reader, Reading Bug. Sorry you didn't make it to Kitty Hawk today, but we loved meeting you. Come back and see us again sometime. And maybe you'll see our new and improved flying machine when you do. Okay, keep up the incredible work, you three. We just know you'll do great things. Wait a second. Reading Bug, Catherine said to come back and visit, didn't she? That gives me an idea. We shouldn't give up now just because we didn't get to Kitty Hawk on our first try. We need to get right back in our book bag and try again. I'm sure if we keep trying, we'll get it right and make it to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina on December 17th, 1903 to see the Wright brothers and sister when they're all grown up. When your first try fails and you feel like crying, dust yourself off and keep on trying. I remember what my mother would say. The city of Rome wasn't built in a day. Just fly, we can fly. Never give up, never give in. We'll just try to fly. We'll fly. Never give up, never give in, and you'll find just fly. When Humpty Dumpty took a big fall, he patched himself up and climbed back up that wall. We'll work very hard to turn no into yes and turn our failure into a success. Just fly. We can fly. In. We'll just try to fly, we'll fly, we may just fly. You're right, Lauren. Let's do it. Hey, look, the book bag must have heard you because it's growing bigger and bigger. Let's give it another try by counting to three and jumping right back in. My mama always told me, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again, and again, and again. Magic book bag, please don't sag and please don't squawk. Take us now to Kitty Hawk. It can take a few tries to get things right, so take us to see the first airplane flight. All right, here we go. One, Two, three, and we're in. Reading Bug, we're soaring up into the sky again, and we're moving in space and time. The numbers on my watch are moving forward, so we must be moving forward in time, but it's going much more slowly than usual. I think the book bag is trying hard to find Kitty Hawk and December 17th, 1903. And we've landed. I'm so excited. Let's hop outside to make sure that we got it right this time. Wow, this looks promising. 
We might be in the right place this time. What a great idea to try again. Look in front of us, reader. I see a big body of water, and Kitty Hawk is on the outer bank of North Carolina, which is surrounded by water. Hmm. What I don't see is any airplane. Or the right kids. Reader, how do you think we can find them? Wait. Look over there, Reading Bug. It's not the rights, but standing by the sailboat over there is a man. Let's go ask him where we are and what year it is. Come on. Hello? Hello? My name is Lauren, and this is the Reading Bug and our reader friend. Can we ask you a couple of quick questions? Well, hey there. My name is Israel Perry. I was just about to go out fishing on my boat here. I call her the Curlicue. Don't get many visitors around here. What are you all doing down in Elizabeth City? Hi, Israel. It's really nice to meet you. I know this may sound a little crazy, but we're time travelers from another time and place, and we're trying to reach a town called Kitty Hawk in North Carolina on December 17th, 1903. Is Kitty Hawk close by? Time travelers, are y'all pulling my leg? That's a good one. How did y'all ever hear about that teeny fishing village, Kitty Hawk? Are you hoping to see that crazy flying machine the Wright brothers are trying to fly? Ooh-wee, good luck to them. Most folks don't know nothing about Kitty Hawk, even thems that live in North Carolina. It's that small, but those boys are trying to put it on the map with their hijinks, that's for sure. People ain't supposed to fly, you ask me. Those boys are likely to wind up hurting themselves if they keep trying. We are looking for the Wright brothers. Is Kitty Hawk nearby? Why, yes it is, matter of fact. Just across the Albemarle Sound right here. In fact, if you look closely, you can see it just there in the distance. Look, and you came to the right person to take you there. I was born there, and last year I took Wilbur Wright himself across the Sound to Kitty Hawk for the first time. Did you hear that, reader? Breeding bug? Kitty Hawk is just across the water here. We did it! Great job, Reading Bug. You didn't give up. You tried again, and you and your book bag took us to the right place this time. Well, hold up there just one tiny second, Miss Time Traveler. Looks like you've done a pretty poor job of traveling through time, you ask me. The year's 1901, not 1903. Oh no! We failed again! I just can't get it right! We're two years too early, so the Wright brothers aren't even here, and we won't get to see them fly. Oh, quit your crying, little bug. I said it's 1901, but I never said that the Wright brothers weren't there. They're here just the same as you and me, and you're in luck. They're preparing to fly right now. Fly? But how can that be? They didn't fly their airplane until 1903. Yeah, how can they be flying now? It's two years too early. Word is that they're going to fly the newest glider, maybe even today. Glider? Breeding bug, what's the difference between a glider and an airplane? Oh, that's right, Lauren. A glider floats in the air like a kite. It doesn't have an engine, so it can't fly unless it is launched from the top of a hill, and there's lots of wind to keep it aloft. Airplanes have motors that turn propellers to lift them into the sky. I remember that the Wright brothers conducted lots of tests with gliders before they built their first airplane. I read that Wilbur even wrote to the U.S. Weather Service in order to find the ideal place to fly from. 
a place with sandy hills called sand dunes and lots and lots of wind. The weather service wrote back and recommended Kitty Hawk. Israel, you said they may be flying their glider today? Do you think you could get us across the sound to Kitty Hawk before they test their glider? Of course I can, Lauren. If you jump in my boat right now, I think we can make it for sure. Lauren, have you taken a look at this boat? The sails look rotten, the ropes are frayed, and the post used for steering the rudder is half rotted off. And down below, the cabin is filthy and covered with bugs, bugs, bugs everywhere. I know, I know, but I'm a bug myself, so I can say this. A few bugs are good company, but swarms of buzzing flies like the ones in the cabin below are a real nightmare. And come to think of it, I know this boat. I read about it in Epic Fails, the Wright Brothers nose diving into history. And I remember that Wilbur's ride in it was terrifying. They almost didn't make it across the sound to Kitty Hawk. But Reading Bug, it's the only way I know to get us to Kitty Hawk. I think we have to give it a try, don't you? We can't seem to find our way to 1903, so this might be the only actual flying we see on our adventure today. Oh, I don't know. I guess you're right. I'm so sorry I couldn't get us to the right year. Don't worry, Reading Bug, it's not your fault. And we did get a lot closer this time. Okay, let's do it. But please put on your life jackets. Ew! They're dirty and stinky, but they might save your life if something happens to the boat. Okay, Reading Bug, I'm putting on my life jacket right now. Reader, let's get these stinky life jackets on together. They're made out of materials that will float and keep our heads above water, if this rickety boat happened to sink. Grab your jacket, reader. Good job. Now, let's fasten the life jacket in the front to make sure it doesn't come off. Nice and snug, just like that. Phew, you're right. These jackets are stinky. They smell like seawater and rotten fish. Okay, hold on to your hats. Here we go. It sure is windy out here on the open water. I didn't realize it when we were back on land. That's right. Sail's full and we're moving fast. Be there in no time. Reading Bug, look at the view. Reading Bug? Reading Bug, where are you? Reader, where is the Reading Bug? I don't see her anywhere. I'm right here, Lauren. Phew! The water is so rough and the winds are so strong that I was blown off the boat. It's a good thing that I didn't end up in the water because I don't think I can fly if my wings get soaked. As creepy as the cabin is, I think I'm going to hang out down there with the flies so that I don't get blown out again. I'll see you in Kitty Hawk. Good idea, Reading Bug. It really is rough up here, isn't it, Reader? Israel, is it normally this rough and windy on the water? No, usually a mite calmer, I reckon. But don't worry, Curly Q can handle it. Ugh, the water is rough and striking the boat below and rocking it back and forth, back and forth. And the smell from the boat is so bad, I'm starting to get seasick. How are you feeling, Reader? Uh, Lauren, I'm afraid.
worry we've got a bigger problem than your seasickness. What do you mean, reading bug? I'm feeling pretty bad. I hope we're almost there. But is there some other problem now? Yes, Lauren. There's a leak down here on the bottom of the boat, and it's starting to fill with water. We need to do something fast, or this boat is going to sink. Israel, your boat—it's sinking. Sinking, Curly Q? No way. Let me take a look. Uh-oh, that little bug is right. I can't do anything because I need to steer the boat. Lauren, reader, kindly grab some buckets and start bailing water out of the boat fast as you can. If you want to stay afloat, you're going to need to move quickly. Okay, quick, reader, follow me down below and grab a bucket on your way. Perfect. Here's what we need to do. First, scoop the water into your bucket. Then, run upstairs and dump the water overboard. Ready? Let's do it. Okay, I've got a bucket of water. Let's dump it. Great! Again. Scoop. Run. And dump. Again. Scoop. Run. And dump. We've got to move faster, reader. As quickly as we're bailing the water, it keeps pouring into the cabin. Scoop. Run. And dump. Scoop. Run. Dump. Reading bug. Israel, I'm not sure we can keep this up much longer. We're wet, we're tired, and I'm still seasick. If you can't keep the water out of the boat, we're going to have to lighten the load. I hope you are strong swimmers because we need to throw one or both of you off the boat. I'd be glad to jump off myself, but a captain must stay with his ship. Lauren, we are in a sinking boat in the middle of an ocean inlet, and I'm starting to think that our captain doesn't know what he's doing. We're too far to go back where we started, and I'm not sure that we can get to the other side either. Reading bug, we're going to need your help to survive this boat ride. Oh, Lauren, hang on tight and keep bailing water. I'm going for help. I promise I'll be back soon. Reader, you heard the reading bug. She's going to fly as fast as her wings will carry her on to find help. But we need to keep bailing water, or this boat will sink for sure. I sure hope we can keep the boat above water long enough for the reading bug to find someone to rescue us. While we wait for help to arrive, I'm going to pause our adventure. And while you wait for our adventure to continue. Why don't you spend some time coloring pictures of all the things we've seen and done today? I know we didn't get to see the Wright brothers on their very first flight in 1903, but I'm proud of you for helping us try again, and I'm so happy to have you here beside me, helping us get out of another tricky situation. When you're a reader, you're a leader. You're ready to learn about everything as you grow. You'll show. This world that you can be anything. You could write a book or fly a plane, build a house with a giant crane. Whatever you do, one thing will be true: there's nothing you can't do. You can see it through just by being you. In a moment, I'm going to play some music for you to color to. You can draw pictures of everything you remember from our adventure today. 
the Wright children and their toy helicopter, our doomed ride with Israel and his rickety, smelly old boat, or us bailing water out of the boat's cabin. Or maybe you want to imagine what will happen next and draw pictures of that. When we meet again, you can see how things really turn out for us. Thank you for joining the Reading Bug and me on this adventure, and I hope you come back next time to see how, or if, we make it out of this boat before it sinks. In the meantime, if you want to read more about airplanes, flying, or the Wright Brothers, check out the books in the Reading Bug's book bag at thereadingbug.com airplane. The Reading Bug and I will see you next time. Bye! It's a Reading Bug adventure. There's lots of fun in store. Just inside our book bag, there's new places to explore. Grab your crayons and paper, and your imaginations too. The Reading Bug and I can't wait to share our trip with you. Today's episode of Reading Bug Adventures was sponsored by Penguin Young Readers Group and their book, Don't Let Them Disappear, by number one New York Times bestselling author, Chelsea Clinton, illustrated by Gianna Marino. Oh, hi, Lauren. Did you know that blue whales are the largest animal in the world? Or that sea otters wash their paws after every meal? Wow, Reading Bug, I didn't know that. Did you learn those facts in a new book? Oh yes! I'm reading Don't Let Them Disappear by Chelsea Clinton, the author of the New York Times number one bestseller, She Persisted. Don't Let Them Disappear is beautifully illustrated by Gianna Marino and is bound to be a bestseller too. It shows us that our world is filled with millions and millions of animal species, and that all of them are unique and special. But unfortunately, many of the animals are on the path to extinction. Oh no, that's terrible, Reading Bug. What can we do? Well, that's the best part. The book provides helpful tips on what we all can do to help prevent these animals from disappearing from our world entirely. That's wonderful. And the entire staff of the Reading Bug Bookstore is proud to endorse this important book for animal lovers everywhere and for anyone who cares about our planet and the animals that inhabit it with us. You can buy your copy of Don't Let Them Disappear at thereadingbug.com or your local independent bookstore. Thank you to Penguin Young Readers Group for their support. And thank you for joining our adventure today. I'm Lauren Savage, and today's adventure was an original story written by Diane and Brandon Savage. This episode was performed by me, Chloe, and Riley Savage, and by Tyler Elman and Arthur Graff. Original music was written by me, Diane Savage, and Ross Gruet. Sound mixing and mastery was done by Resonate Recordings. The Reading Bug is a family-owned independent bookstore in California, and we're passionate about educating, entertaining, and engaging children of all ages. Learn more about us at thereadingbug.com and our personalized subscription service at readingbugbox.com. And please support passion, expertise, and creativity in children's literature by continuing to shop with us or other local independent booksellers. Thank you. Goodbye.
Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast with my best friend, Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? We've got The Cure, three rounds of awesome trivia every week. Harry Potter, Disney, science, sports, you name it. No more silent car troubles. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Connect, laugh, and learn with your kids, big and small. (laughs) New episodes every week, wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast.